welcome to lunchtime in the lab it is 12 12 december 12th we got a tuesday edition of the podcast of lunchtime in the lab my name is joe ort the host as usual today we have nba just four games i don't love the slate to be honest um i think i found four things three things that uh that should be pretty good here but we'll look at yesterday real quick oh and three day unfortunately uh you know sunday we did really well Three and one with NBA, NFL. Man, I can't. My brain's all over the place. Oh and oh and three day yesterday. After a three and one day in the NFL yesterday, uh, I felt like the reads were pretty pretty okay though. Jordan Love came short about eight yards, and if you really, I mean, I didn't like overly pay attention to that game. I had like you know the dual box up, so like it was kind of hard to you know watch both games games in like extreme detail, you know, but. Uh, he was only short eight yards, and there was a lot of just like under throws, errant throws, and I know it was kind of windy, um, you know, but I mean, it just seemed like he was really missing. They really just don't have like a true like number one receiver, and I feel like that's what really kind of kind of hurts them. And they they run a lot of those little like end rounds to uh, you know to read, um, which which messed with us. You know, I I should have yesterday taken the time to try to find a rush plus receiving line uh, for Reed. You know, that that Reed, I think, was good there, too. He led the team in targets, led the team in catches, but he didn't lead in yards. Um, in fact, like, he averaged, like, only three or four yards a catch, which obviously, you know, isn't, isn't very good. Uh, he ran more than he caught, and, you know, I mentioned that. I mentioned that he, you know, he does stuff like that. The first play of the game was exactly what I was talking about, where – you know, he catches it, kind of hot potatoes it and gives it out to him and it goes down as a pass and he picked up like, you know, five or six yards or something like that. But, uh, you know, it ended up turning into more handoffs than anything else. And that one's probably on me. Um, I know rush plus receiving lines are out there, but I, I don't know if like every book has them at the time. I don't even know if it would have been up or not. Um, so definitely, I, you know, I'll claim that one. That, that one's on me. I, I even talked about it. I even knew it was a possibility that it could happen. I just didn't, you know, really didn't think to do it, unfortunately. And then the last one was A-Chan, uh, about seven yards short. They, they just didn't use him, you know, and he's he's just so much more explosive than, you know, Mostert is. But um, if I'm not mistaken, Mostert had like 20 tar, 20 uh, carries. Last time I looked, he was at 19. I don't know if, the, if that's where he finished or not. I think A-Chan only had like seven, you know, so he, he still had good production, you know, but... It's a busy backfield, and you know both those games are just wild. I can't believe the Dolphins lost, and I'm glad that the Packers lost. Obviously, as a Vikings fan, I need that for playoff type stuff. Even though we'll get to the playoffs and do nothing with it, but obviously, I still want to see the team go. But we'll move on to today. Uh, the big things ahead here. I I would be lying if I said I'm feeling better, but hopefully, in the next few days, we'll. We'll get there. Um, taking my last dose of medicine that they gave me, so I got to start feeling better, or I'm going back. Uh, but exciting things ahead here. Um, ending up the trying to wrap up the year here. Uh, I went back and looked, and you know those private VIP type plays. I'm up 150 units, uh, which is pretty good for a guy that only plays like straights and even money type plays. Like I'm not hitting like plus you know 2,000 odds you know more than once a week or something like that you know instead of trying to go for those daily or whatever i'm just a, a double up a builder and uh you know playing those minus 110s and i think that's pretty solid you know and still got a couple weeks to you know solidify that number but first play is going to be jalen brown uh 
over 21 and a half points. This is a big line. Screams blowout, and that that's a little nerve-wracking. It is a little scary, to be honest. Um, minus 11 spread, but in games that Boston wins by 10 or more points, Brown has gone over this number in five of six of those this year. Uh, so <clears throat> if there is a blowout, Jalen Brown is normally playing a pretty big uh, factor in that. So, you know, just history based off of that based off the spread that we have, you know, that we should be looking, you know, okay in a sense of his 21 and a half points. <coughs> History-wise, Jalen owns this matchup. 32, 16, 30, 32, 34, 28, 33, and 34 in his last eight games against the Cavs. So, you know, just one miss. Uh, and most recently he put up the 32 points there. So he only had a miss on this one. I didn't see if it was like a blowout or anything like that. Uh, but seven of his last eight times he's, and he's flown over the number, you know, uh, getting it by at least six and a half points, sometimes by more than 10. Um, and he's at home today with, uh, just a much better, he just shoots, which of course it makes sense, you know, but there are some players that do play better away for some reason, but you know, most pitchers pitch better at home. Most hitters hit better at home. He shoots better at home. 23 points per game compared to 20 away, 50% field goal shooting compared to 42 away, 38% three shooting compared to 30% away. So we have an 8%. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to, you know, re- repeat it there, but I mean, we have a pretty good advantage to the way he shoots at home. If it is a 10 plus win, Jalen Brown has been proven to get the bulk of the points in those blowouts. And this is a matchup that he's dominated. Uh, Evan Mobley is looking like he's questionable, may not be playing. The Cavs give up a lot of points in the paint. Jalen Brown, you know, he is a shooter, but he does drive the lane at some time. Um, if Mobley is out though, I, I think he is the one that normally goes after Tatum and guards him. So they're going to have to throw a little more at Tatum, which might open up more for Jalen Brown in this instance. So I think it's a good look. Jalen Brown over 21 and a half, go to win one unit on that one. Next one's going to be De'Aaron Fox. Um, kind of backwards. I already said it. So I'm going to do it. Normally I go in time order, but we're getting out of whack. This one's the late game points plus assists. 35 and a half minus 110 to win one unit. Fox is over this in seven of his last 10 games and six of his last seven within that, you know, time frame. So just to show you that he's better of late, you know, being on a better streak. Uh, the main play, though, is, is going to be another history type play here against the Clippers. Um, in his last five games, he's over this number four times and he only missed that one time in a 30 point blowout where he only played 38 minutes compared to his normal like 38 to almost 40 minutes that he was getting in that you know within those games um in those games that he did go over those four he had 43 40 45 and 40 points plus assists combined against the clippers um within that four three times three of those he went over this line in points alone so he had 36 or more points um, in those four matchups where he had the 43-40, 54-40, that was, you know, points alone and three of them. So we have a pretty good chance, you know, for him to obviously repeat that. Um, that that 40 is what he put up, but it was like November 29th, I think it was. So earlier this year, uh, what is that? Just two weeks ago or so, he had 40 points and 15 potential assists, but he only came away with three. So he did it. He got, you know, he went over this line here in points alone, 
but ended up only at ending at 43, which obviously could have been much higher, but we were trusting other people to make some shots for him. So we have a chance to get the points along with this if his teammates can make the shots, and we should hopefully fly over. Uh, the spread is only at three, so we should see a game where it's it's pretty close, kind of going back and forth, and he should see plenty of minutes in the fourth quarter. And uh, you, like I said, I'd love to see him drop a 40-point game, uh, but you know I'm cool with a 30 and a 10. He can get a double-double. And, uh, you know, we, we cash pretty easily there. So we should be looking good. Maybe we'll need a few assists to push us over, but I'm cool with going De'Aaron Fox. Uh, I don't mind just his points, too, but I like that little bit of insurance, you know, just in case he ends up facilitating the more, you know, more and Sabonis is taking most of the shots and, you know, he's kind of dishing them down under. Lastly, and the game's a little sooner, like I said, I normally go in a little more of like a numerical order, chronological order. Luka, Luka Doncic, Doncic. Doncic. Dang it. I know how to say it, guys. I'm just sick. Eight and a half assists, minus 115. Luca's been over this number in four of his last five games. He missed last night, but he had 16 potential assists. He only came away with six. So that's obviously the downside when you're trusting or playing an assist line is that you're having to trust more than one player to pull some shots down. Um, so there's a little bit of a risk, you know, with it. But I know I, I if you follow me on Twitter, live Joe Betts, uh, few maybe like five four or five days ago i had tweeted i'm like you know oh lucas assist line looks low and he had like cashed in like the first half or something like that and i think this is definitely another another one of those instances um Kyrie is still a game time decision i don't think he's going to be playing when luca plays without Kyrie, he's the main ball handler and he facilitates the offense really well um hitting his assist line in six of the last eight games without Kyrie. In those uh, games, though, I mean, he really flies over. I mean, we got a line of eight and a half here, and he's got nine, 17, 12, 10, 10, and 18 in games without Kyrie. The number, obviously, like I said, is just eight and a half, which feels, you know, low compared to what he does when Kyrie's not on the floor. If Kyrie is on the floor, it's not that I don't like it. That's just another shooter for him to pass to. Um, he just plays a little more, you know, facilitator when, you know, Kyrie's not on the on the court. His uh, And lastly... His points is set to 32 and a half um, or so. It opened at like 35. So this has been bet like under. People are coming in and like slamming this under. I've seen it popular on Twitter. I've seen a lot of people saying take Luca's unders. Um, Historically, he hasn't, you know, had like huge games against them. Um, I think his under is hit at a pretty, to the, when it was at 34 and a half, I think it hit in like nine out of 10 or something, the under against the Lakers. The Lakers haven't allowed a point guard to score more than like 30 points on them uh, so far this year, which obviously a 30 point game would be pretty, I mean, a 25 point game is still good. Um, but with the fact that you have a lot of popularity on him taking unders, it just kind of coincides or, or it goes with our play of, you know, assuming that he's going to be passing more. Um, and it makes me feel good about it, you know? So to recap, in a better order here, we're going to go with Jalen Brown points over 21 and a half. Luca, eight and a half assists. And De'Aaron Fox points plus assists at 35 and a half. It's going to be our three plays. Today is Tuesday. So we got NBA today. We'll have NBA again tomorrow. And then um, football again on Thursday. And then we're almost into bowl season. We'll, we'll do some, some college football and and, and keep staying on some of that. And uh, I almost did a hockey play today. Almost was going to be the Vegas Knights in regulation. So it can't go to overtime. 
They're uh, they're at home. They play better, score better, a lot better at home. And the other teams on a back to back were like um, like three games in a row or something like that. There was a big advantage that I had seen, but I I didn't mess with it. So we can note it. Won't count it officially, but if you're looking for something extra, that was a uh, that was a lean that I had that I had, I had come across and I thought was going to be pretty interesting. So lunchtime in the lab, December twelfth. I appreciate you guys. Continue to keep watching. Continue to well keep listening. Tweet, share. I'm getting DMs on Twitter. Love it. Appreciate it. You know, it, it, it definitely it makes it easier to continue going on through this when all I wanted to do was, you know, get a nap in, which I might do after this. But uh, appreciate you guys. I'll see you again tomorrow as always. And, and hopefully we have a better outing than we did yesterday.